play the fucking intro. This is Dustin. And I'm Chris. And this is SLC Punkcast. Punkcast. Yeah. This is episode, what is it, Dustin? 92.5. We're working our way up that We number. sound like an FM radio show. Bringing you all the hits of the Northeast Oi Fest. That's right. Dustin's going to be on his way to... Connecticut. Wallingford. The Northeast. The Northeast, yes. He's going to be blowing in there like a Nor'easterner. That's right. It's going to be wicked awesome. Yes. And I'll be here. Well, speaking of wicked awesome, we did a preview of the first day. Right. Had an interview with Johnny Disaster of Cry Havoc. Cry Havoc. So now we're going to do a preview. Another preview. Days two and three combined all in this episode, plus an interview with Bricks and Mortar. Bricks and Mortar. So stay tuned for the interview. But first, Chris, let's jump into the band kicking it off on Saturday. Right, and this so is this is the thirteenth, April thirteenth, day two of the Northeast Oi Fest. Dustin, good job, great intro to the Northeast Oi Fest that you get to go to. And yes, lots of different bands that we're going to listen to today. But first, the reactions, Dustin, with a what is it, thirty-five second? Hey, check this out that you found on YouTube, correct? Yeah, because. Trying to find more of their music. They only had one song. We played it on a uh, past episode like a, two months ago, maybe. Okay. Maybe even less than that. Like uh, I think it was January. Somebody anyway. wasn't planning ahead. Right. Exactly. <laughs> uh, I was hoping more would be out, but it's not. And so we don't like to repeat ourselves if we can help it. So we're going right. to play, give you a taste, a, a taste. little more taste of the redactions. 35 second taste. This is all I need. Dustin, you find the redactions on Facebook at Redaction Rock. And of course, you already know some of their members because they were in Drug Shock. Right. And you have the album back there to prove it. I do. Just came. Got what crowd control have media. You, have you gotten a chance to listen to the album yet? No, not. I've, I've heard the music, but right. not from the album. Not. Right. So you've, you've got the MP3s and all that stuff. Yes. Of it. Yeah. What did you, what, what was your in, what did you think about? Drug Shock. Drug Shock. I like it. It's very good. It's a cool sound. Unexpected. It's another one of those bands that have been around. I think that album came out in 2017. Mm-hmm. Uh, we had a discussion like, hey, you know, it's, you know, the longer we do this, we come across stuff that we miss. Since we've been doing the podcast, that came out the first year we were doing the podcast. I didn't come across that album until like a few months ago. And I would have picked it in my top, for sure, 20 albums, maybe so, somewhere like that. Yeah. You know what I mean? Uh, of 2017. I thought it was that good. And I bought the vinyl after I already bought the, the MP3s. The vinyl? I'm trying to remember the name of it. That's what I was trying to remember. Strength in Numbers. Strength in Numbers. God, I, I, the, the vinyl, I, I'm looking, I'm thinking, is it something to do with rats? Because it had all the rats on the front of it. Right. They right? were in the so sewer like, graffiti and Strength right. in Numbers. Yeah, and I just fucking couldn't remember the name of the album. 
So right on. You're going to see the redactions. Another band you're going to see, Dustin, Guns Don't Run. Guns Don't Run. I've already seen Guns Don't Run, Chris. We see again. <laughs> Flat in New York, watched him with 45 adapters and Lion's Law. Now I'm going to see him at Northeast Oi Fest. Uh, they came out with an album, uh, an EP, seven track EP, I believe, earlier this year. First shots on us. Yep. This track's Arsenal Boys because they're footy fans. Right on. Is this uh, like a New York Red Bulls reference? No, Arsenal, the Premier League team. Gotcha. English Premier. So they're a New York band. Yes. Singing about Arsenal. Yes. Arsenal spends a lot of money on old football there. Yeah, they do. Right on. They are a street punk band out of New York City. On heavily Facebook, influenced. Guns don't run. Heavily influenced by UK. Street punk and oi and beer and football. That's right. Punk rock, beer, football. What else is there to, to, to live for, right? Oh, hockey. <laughs> I'm a little bit more on the uh, two-minute minor edge of town, I guess. We'll get to two-minute minor. I get the feeling like there's like... Uh, it's either you're, you're either the soccer hooligan guy or you're the hockey hooligan guy. Right? And I'm more of the... The hockey hooligan hockey guy. hooligan guy. Like, not more of, I am a hockey hooligan guy. I'm somewhere in the middle, and I'd probably lean towards the soccer. When, I went to a, a Grizzlies game just this last weekend here. Local local minor league team, Utah Grizzlies. My daughter and I were there, and a fucking brawl broke out, dude. Five on five, dude. Full line wow. brawl. And I'm standing up there, and I was quiet for the game just because I was in the fourth row, and I only get really loud when I'm on the glass. And I was like... You know, everybody's sitting up shouting. I'm like, fuck him up. Fuck him up. Give him the fucking business. And the guy standing next to me looks over at me like, holy shit. Like, I went from just sitting there quiet to fucking annihilate him. <laughs> so, yeah, definitely more on the hockey hooligan side. Dustin, what do we got here? This is the reserves from Nashville, Tennessee, Chris. Na- so they're going from Nashville all the way up to Northeast, huh? Yes, they are. Right on. Cool band. They're on Facebook at the Reserves TN. You think they have a reverb? TN page? sounds for stands for Tennessee, by the way. <laughs> there you go. Good job. You're welcome. What way to get that in there? Yeah, uh, man. They came out with an album. It's made in Tennessee, and this track is all work, no pay. Boots, beer, boobs, and barbecue is their influences, Dustin. So I should redact what I said uh, on the last song. What else is there to live for, Chris? <laughs> Yeah, tits are like two-thirds of my life. Just <laughs> figure when you're an infant, tits are 100% of your life. True. Right? So that's at least 
two years of your life are just the same. Hopefully not two years. I don't think I was breastfed. That's my problem. <laughs> the day I turned 14, tits again. Still tits. Like that, I like that harmony there. Great. I like it. I like this band. What do you think of so far? Yeah, no, they're they're a cool band. I, I really like their sound. Right. I, I like the harmonizing there with it. That's that's good stuff. What do you think of Nashville? Do you think of uh, boy? Maybe now, but not before uh, the reserves. Yeah, I, I, I don't think I've ever thought of that. When I think of Nashville, I think of hot chicken. Nashville, isn't that uh, the country capital of yeah, the, that too. something like that? Country music? music? Music City. Music City. Music City, USA. Right? It's Nashville, not Memphis. Right. Yeah, it's Nashville. Yeah. What's in Memphis? Then? Elvis or something, right? That's right, Graceland? I think so. Fuck, we don't know our shit. <laughs> yeah, not not Elvis or country music experts here. I like I'm an expert in everything. Yeah, you like this little breakdown here? I love it. The bass is heavy too, though. It's cool. I like when the bass gets its place. Get back in the van, bass player. <laughs> Now step outside. No You know, I like it when bands sing about things that we can relate to. We're all working class people. You know, I'll work and no pay. You know obvious and a slight exaggeration that's how things are but when you think for what you do and what we get paid and what others may get paid it's something we can relate to my wife and I are eating lunch together today and I was a bunch of guys in business suits walked in every one of those guys looked identical <laughs> it was fucking creepy dude I'm like what the fuck is this like a fucking Nazi fucking Hitler youth rally or something it's terrible Chris, we've moved over to the next band in the show. Duffy's Cut. Day two, yes, Duffy's Cut from Philadelphia. Find them on Facebook at Duffy's Cut.
Dustin Duffy's cut, made up of uh, ex-members of the Boils and Super Hi-Fi. Do you, do you catch the organ in there? There's an organ playing. Oh, okay, yeah, I got just it. Set the melody right. It's just kind of maybe even just playing one note or one key. And uh, it's because they're they've got that '60s British invasion kind of influence in their music. You can hear things like the kinks in there, of course, as well. That's cool. Well, we like the Boils. Played the Boils before. I know you're not a huge Boils fan because they're Flyers fans. Sing, they have songs about Flyers. I mean, it's okay. Nobody's <laughs> perfect. Uh, again, these guys are from Philly. It's Duppy's Cut. They're on Oi the Boat Records. Chris. Dustin. We're working on day number two. 21 Gun Salute. Yes. When are you going to see them? That last track was called Doomsday, by the way. I forgot. I don't think I put that out there. Uh, 21 Gun Salute. This is 21 Gun Salute. Doing the track, 21 Gun Salute. Off of Violence of Action. Only if the album was called 21 Gun Salute as well. Right? There would be the... The trifecta? The trifecta. And it had to be track one. Yes. And release a single. There you go, that's cool. 21 Gun Salute from California, Chris. Dude, they they uh, opened up for Antagonizers, ATL, Rude Pride, and Lion's Law. They've also done shows with or they Haymaker. Will, they will be, May yes. 26th. They were at Midwest Live and Loud this last year, too. They opened up for Haymaker for a couple shows when Haymaker came out to California. So I, I, I imagine if it's on May 26th that a lot of these bands, we're going to see them at Punk Rock Bowling. They're probably heading to L.A. And so that gives these guys an opportunity to open up for them. Yeah. What a great show that'd be. You go see 21 Gun Salute, the Antagonizers. Dog Company's going to be doing, I mean, they might Fuck. even be on that bill or another California show right before also. The other bands that are going to be there are Low Life and Sound System. A couple bands to maybe check out. That's cool. Dustin, this is everything that a Dustin song needs to have. Got the sing-along lyrics, right? The the gritty vocals, as you call it, Chris. Gritty vocals. Well, it's easy. Twenty-one gun salute. We'll give you the boot. There you go. When 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 the band's from Philly, you can say it's gritty. But anyways, fucking stupid mascot. All right, Dustin, Broken Heroes. When are you going to see Broken Heroes? Chris? At the Northeast Toy Fest. Yes. When then? I'm sorry. Uh, I went out of order. I I was not paying attention. So we're going to do 45 adapters first. 
Hey, we know these guys. This was off their Collected Works Volume 1, and this is D-T-A-W-D-D, Chris. Don't trust anyone who doesn't dance. I see what happened here. That, and that's on me for... Hold on, let me cut it and paste it. Cut, paste. Put 45. I don't know if I that's like 45. Or adapters. He did just fine. Have you heard this track from 45 Adapters? This is their mantra, Chris. What's... Oh, yeah, no, we've played this song, haven't we? Not on the show. Oh, okay. Yes, no, I know this song. We're just saying, Pick a Bar or Gerard? We call him Gerard, but he goes by Pick a Bar. So he talked about this song specifically on our podcast that we did where we interviewed him about a year ago or so. Don't trust anyone who don't dance, right? Who doesn't dance. Don't trust doesn't anyone dance. who doesn't, doesn't dance. dance. Yeah. And he talked about... WDD. talked about it when he was... Just the fact that... People who are trying to put on that false front, right? Not enjoy themselves. Right. Right? I'm too cool to fucking like have fun. <laughs> it's not a false front, though. We're just those guys that are there. We're just those guys that don't really dance that much. Yeah. It's not that we're trying not to dance. It's just we just don't dance that much. I was skanking with the kids the other day. Nice. Yep. In, uh, you know, year 39, as we approach year 39 here, Dustin, or approach the middle of it the dancing is not as much as it used to be when I was 24 I would have been in the pit the entire time right but 34 ish something changed I know we're observing and appreciating we're the ones watching that, yes, the show exactly we're willing to throw a few right as a matter of fact there's a video of us on YouTube at Punk Rock Bowling and I fucking throw a guy into the pit that was crowd surfing. <laughs> Some nice. dude filmed it. I was like, oh no, it's during GBH. <laughs> I gotta show it to you. I found it the other day on a, just by happenstance. We stand there in a trance. Identify the zombies who just won't dance. It's not worth taking a chance. Don't trust anyone who doesn't dance. Don't trust anyone. Chris, like I said... Uh, Good night, New York City! We love you! At the beginning of the show there, uh, I saw 45 Adapters and Guns Don't Run, Line Law. Uh, I flew out to uh, New York. Saw them. Great band. Love that band. You can find them on Facebook. Fucking, you're just a jet setter. I know. Just flew to New York for a quick concert. Right. Bite to eat at the old vegan restaurant. Yes. Fucking I, that's exactly what happened. Made fun of people as they walked by. I didn't make fun of people. I know you don't. You're not that guy. Chris, this is Broken Heroes. I played it out of order. That's my fault. The order of the show is reversed, though. It goes Broken Heroes and then 45 Adapters. Wait, what? 
He confused to me. Broken Heroes. They at the, are at the show. Show at the show. Yes. Not on our show. No, it was supposed to be, but I, I screwed it up. <coughs> Excuse me. So Broken Heroes. This is off of a split with South Class Veterans. That's coming out. It's not even out yet. Fuck yeah. We got an exclusive here on SLC Punkcast. Well, you can go listen to it on Bad Cap. You just can't God get it yet. Dang it. His song We're is. not that special. I've tried. Song is Shut Up and Drink. Which album did Broken Heroes do that was dedicated to the memory of Vicky Fitz? Uh, the last one, I believe. Check that out. Stop Make Boy Great Again. No, yeah, that's Make Boy Great Again. I don't think it's that one. Is it? That's a tough one. There's a trivia question for you. Shut up and drink. And that's coming out... Uh, they're still wrapping up. That might not be like out for summer? another month. Or, yeah, it could be hopefully before then, but somewhere, yeah. So you have Make Boy Great Again. Yes. That I has do. to be it because that's the last one they came out with in, uh, in it 17. Is. It is. So that's the one that they have uh, that they dedicated to memory of Mickey Fitz. Pretty okay, cool. that is. Um, I thought for some reason it wasn't because I'm like, oh, this can't be it. But it is. What do you got here? This is... The headliner, the headliner day two. Day two. Last huh. band, so uh, Broken Heroes. Cool band. And man. this band are both from New Jersey. This is Hub City Stompers. Yeah. And this is Skins Don't Cry. It's a cool song. Fun little third wavy sound, right? Well, uh, Boys Don't Cry. That was the, that's the song. It's kind of covering, Playing. right? Well, it's it's paying homage to maybe. Yeah. Oh, 
A lot of that wasn't in the Cures version. But I just keep on drinking, knocking those Budweiser's back. Cause skates don't cry. Skates don't cry. Skates don't cry. Good times. That's going to be fun, huh? Chris, 45 Adapters and Guns Don't Run are the only bands I will have seen prior to. So there's going to be 20 bands I'll have never seen prior to this. But bands that you've gotten to know as, because of the podcast is right. pretty cool about it. Something that we appreciate. Absolutely. Is the the opportunity we've had to, to talk with so many people who... Otherwise, we wouldn't have had an opportunity to talk to him, right? Absolutely. It's almost like we're making up this whole podcast thing, and it's not real, and we're just using it to be fucking able to talk to people. <laughs> it's like, but, Dustin, we know it's real because you could find us on iTunes, Player Stitcher. FM, Stitcher, Google Play Music, Google Play Music, the website, slcpunkcast.com. Right. So you know we're real, Dustin. We do exist. They do exist. What do you got here? Some Sunday bands? Yes. This is who's coming off How many days are you going to be there? Three. It's a three-day show. It's a three-day show. Friday, Saturday, Sunday. When are you flying in? Flying in Friday, so I'll get there a couple hours before the show starts, and then I'll leave so in what, Monday Friday? morning. So it like starts Friday night then? Yeah, like at 6, something like that. And so it's Friday, Saturday, Sunday, you can fly back Monday morning? Yeah. Are you, are you bringing your, your uh, Esposa with you? Yep, she's coming. She coming to the Not North to the North shows. Nope. She's not interested. She doesn't want anything to do with it. She's very supportive. She is. She's great. She owns the show, let's be honest. That's true. <laughs> let's call it what it is. We don't make any money, but she finances I'm it. I'm pretty sure that we work for her. <laughs> at some point in time in my near future, I'm going to get a fucking phone call from a lawyer. They're going to be like, did you say your own name? I'm going to say, yes, they're going to say that you, that that's property of slcpunkcast.com. That's right. TM and I'm, I'm you guys are gonna own my own name. I'm gonna have to go by my middle name. Chris, this is band from Windsor, Connecticut. This is So Long Liberty. This track's called Commercial. Hey. That's what we're about. Yes. Good night, Las Vegas. I love you. That just that kicks off the show on day three, last day of the show. Uh, this was the only band I hadn't heard of previous to being put on the lineup. And this is Taxi Driver out of Boston. This track's called Not Safe. I didn't know much about them, uh, but I, I heard it and I'm like, yeah, this is pretty cool, man. So I'm excited to go see these guys. Uh, this will be band number two on day three.
Chris, remember when we did the interview last week? Johnny? Yes. You know, they're a hardcore punk band. He said, ah, yes. you know, we feel a little out of place. It's Northeast Oi Fest, but, you know, you don't pass up on that opportunity kind of thing. But not the only hardcore band. You know, no, no, not at all. We, we talked about Two Minute Minor, who's going to be coming up. Uh, taxi Driver, you know, hardcore bands at the Oi Show. It's just, it's music that goes together. Chris, that was Taxi Driver. They're from Boston. Next up, we've got Bricks and Mortar. You big, big fan of the movie Taxi Driver? Uh, I think I watched it a long time ago. I barely remember. You talking to me? Yeah. I don't see anybody else here. You must be talking to me. <laughs> Shut up. Gotcha, <laughs> bitch. Ah! All right. This is Bricks and Mortar. We're going to do an interview with these guys. Uh... From Salem, Massachusetts, Troy's going to join us here in just a right second. Right on. Hell yeah, uh, We're going to listen go. to the song, and then the interview's coming up. Chris, they have a new album coming out, and this is one of the tracks they've released as a kind of as a single. This is Fresh Cut, Fresh the title cut. of the single. We're going to play uh, a couple of the tracks from Bricks and Mortar afterwards. We're going to talk about the band here so with on. Troy. Are we going to... Are we going to play this, then interview, or are we going to play two tracks in the We're going to play this and jump right in the interview with Troy. Bricks and Mortar coming up on SLC Punkcast. Let's go! 
Joining us now from Bricks and Mortar, Troy. Troy, thank you for coming on SLC Punkcast. My pleasure, guys. Troy, we were just listening to a little bit of your music from Bricks and Mortar. And, of course, we're playing it on an episode where we're talking about the Northeast Oi Fest. Tell us, how did you get involved with going to the Northeast Oi Fest? One of the guys, uh, Dan, who's pretty much put it all together, asked us if we would like to play a benefit show for the fest early on uh, last year. And we said, yeah, hell yeah, anything we can do to support the scene and the cause. So we played the show. And uh, I think a month later, he said, hey, do you guys want to be on the fest? And we were like, fuck yeah. Right on. There's a, there's a lot of our friends were already playing it. So it's, uh, I mean, other bands I've played in when uh, I was in other bands. So it'd be nice to share a stage with everybody again. Right on. And Bricks and Mortar, of course, is uh, your newest project, uh, having come from other bands. And it seems like everybody else in Bricks and Mortar also came from some other bands. Uh, dare I call you guys a super group? Um, <laughs> a, 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 a Salem Mass super group. Uh, tell us how Bricks and Mortar came to be. Well, uh, let's see. Uh, after uh, I'd sung for Razors in the Night for some time, and uh, after we kind of put a hiatus on that, I was in a couple projects uh, with a couple other uh, guys in hardcore bands, and we did a bunch of kind of weird music. Not really hardcore, so we didn't want to write our names on it because people would... I've been looking for that, you know, all these guys in these hardcore bands and it's, it's going to be a hardcore band. But we did, we did kind of some weird, like sisters of mercy, goth, heavy, creepy shit. <laughs> and, uh, well, what happened basically was we all used to live in this neighborhood called Alston, which was in Boston proper. And, uh, the neighborhood just become, became un, unaffordable. Uh, Harvard university bought everything out and, uh, uh, everyone who lived there needed a place to go. And it just so happens at the time Salem was, super affordable and there's a bunch of cool venues up here so we all said fuck it and then we all upped and we moved up here with like five of our best friends and then now three years four years later there's like 15 different kids that were living in our neighborhood live up here wow that's so, it's uh, interesting it's it's so it's kind of a, a gentrification uh that you guys had to put up with then oh yeah and in austin for sure man it, it was like a punk rock ghetto for years i lived there for 13 years it was awesome and then uh harvard came in with their money and just kind of bought everything out and just made it unaffordable for us to live anymore fucking pilates studios and <laughs> baristas and bars that don't have a name and fucking terrible yeah. shit like that right yeah i mean you know every single time i go back there it's sad but it's like a, a new name on every single place places stay open like a year and then go under for something yeah right and so that's such a frustration that, that to see that happen you know in cities when we grow up in them we have fond memories of them and it's like oh well it's trash well fuck you man that's where i'm from right yeah yeah, so we all moved up here, and, and uh, we're like, hey, we're in Salem. Let's do some, like, uh, you know, creepy project. So <laughs> we did a, a couple creepy projects, and uh, I was just kind of burnt out on touring and everything for a while. So I don't know, eventually, you know, like, projects was a project, and I was, like, got out of my system. I was like, all right, I want to I wanna do a band again, a real one. I've been friends with uh, Joey Riot for, like, probably longer than 20 years. He was a founding member of uh, this this band called Chanticleer and we had kept in touch over the years and you know we've gone to see each other's bands play and whatnot and he lived up here and Devin uh, our drummer back in the day I mean not too far ago probably like seven years ago uh, Boston was really good uh, about having really kind of um, eclectic shows and there was a lot of like 
oi, hardcore, metal, rockabilly, all mixed mm-hmm. together because um, Boston itself, the music scene, is, is a huge melting pot and everyone is pretty much friends with everybody. And uh, at the time, it was like uh, rockabilly was like the skinhead retirement plan. So <laughs> we, have, we, we have these shows with all of our friends. And Devin uh, was a founding member of this uh, death metal band called Sexcrement. And uh, they, had, they had wild, wild shows, probably some of the wildest shows in town. And we would play these, you know, oi versus metal shows. And his band and my band would be on it. So we became friends. He moved up here, too. So we were like, wow. And uh, he, he also, he, he sang for another band called Hot on the Heels, kind of like a project. And uh, so basically the three of us, three of us were, uh, had been at one time front men. I was like, all right, let's, let's see if we can take like a five person band and, and get the same sound out of three guys, you know. Refugee all-stars, man. You guys moving out to Salem and, and forming something new. That's that's awesome. Uh, it, it, it's also very unique, the fact that with rock and roll, you have a lot less against each other than with each other, right? You know, you uh, for God's sakes, a death metal band and an oi band. Yeah, let's just put them on the same bill. That'd oh, be a, yeah, that, that was, that be a was lot a of days, fun. Man. Boston was super fun. I mean, they, they still do it every once in a while, but I feel like Salem is doing that because <laughs> everyone moved out here. Right on. So tell us more about what is the future for your band, for Bricks and Mortar. So uh, we just got out of the studio. Um, you guys have, I believe, the uh, our, our single that we released last week. Which yes. Is, uh, A-side is Fresh Cut, and uh, the B-side is Suburban Murders. Yeah, we, we pirated all that shit. Nice. And um, I'm just I, I kidding, you, Dustin. <laughs> I'm trying uh, to make, I'm trying to sweat Dustin a little bit. I'm just giving uh, him a hard I'll, time. I'll send, I'll send you guys the like the full <laughs> wave, whatever. Uh, we're, we're not even. I don't, we're not charging for it on Bandcamp. Right. I still paid for it. Good job, oh, nice. Well, thanks, thanks, guys. Support. Thanks. <laughs> the day it came out, that's why I gave Chris that dirty look because I've been waiting for it. I, I've been following <laughs> you guys and heard the the track you guys had on that smash the the discos uh, yeah, compilation, yeah. and so I've been waiting. So it's the day that came out, I bought it. Nice, nice, thank you. So yeah, so we have uh, we recorded a record. It's eight songs. Uh, that's the single off of it, and uh, we're just we're doing kind of like um, a multi-label release, kind of like what I did with Razors, and then it worked out really well for us. So I'm trying to do it again. It just it just takes some time to get the labels and get them all to work together, and uh, licensing on what songs and who's going to be distributing and what channels and whatnot. So in the long run, it, it works out very well, but in the short term, it, it takes quite a while to to make that all happen, and especially right. with vinyl. And that's right. what we, we like to do. We, we specifically recorded and uh, dumped it down to analog tape. And I, oh, I, yeah. it's, it's our belief that that sounds the best when, you know, using vinyl. So that's what we did. You, you know, there's a sound that punk rock and oi and anything in our, our genre that we, we discuss here on the show, there's a sound on the vinyl that's different. It, it softens those edges. It's more full-sounding. So, so we appreciate it when bands take that extra effort to go the vinyl route. I, I feel the same way. We call it warm. Right, warm. It's exactly. that warm sound. Yes, absolutely. You can like you can like turn the volume off on your record player and just like listen to the drums and the needle hit, and it just gives me this like my hair stands on end. I just love it so much. Awesome. And we, of course, Dustin. Quite a vinyl collection you've uh, achieved over the last couple of years here. Yes. Um, I didn't really get into vinyl until about the time we started doing the show, and now I've got uh, a pretty decent-sized collection. Pretty decent. People come over, and they're like, what the fuck? That's <laughs> everything that's come out the last three years in punk. Yeah, it's a, it's a weird little addiction, because with the vinyl <laughs> nowadays, like you get a digital download. 
So, you know, you can play it on your phone and your car right. and your computer. Right. And then you got this, like, you know, wax in your hand with all the pictures and the lyrics. So you can have, like, the full experience, you know? That's it. That's what it is for me. It's having the lyrics. It's having something tangible, right, that connects you to it. And it's the fact that vinyl nowadays, all the stuff they're doing with it, the, the different colors, the different swirls. Oh, yeah, oh, it's man. it's fucking insane how much... The designs, the, yeah. the latest noise single was milled out bullets. Oh, dude, it's, isn't it awesome? I, right. I, I did a merch table for them when they played in Boston, and I was looking at it going like, damn, guys. It's just, cool. I'm going to go ahead and take this. That's going to be your guys' fee for the night. <laughs> but Pirates Press are just absolutely destroying it, man. They're, they just are an incredible company and incredible quality, and the guys are so awesome. They are, and they were one of the first supporters of us right they would i mean we were maybe two episodes into this life uh, like three about and, three months maybe. and uh and they reached out to us and were like what do you need to be more successful and they That's provided awesome. for us music and downloads and just everything and it's just they've been so supportive and i see so many bands in the scene that are working with them where they go out and they do such a great job of promoting and yep. and and getting guys out there, they're they're an excellent label, uh, indie label to say the least. And and their records, I mean, if you if you just go with them to get your record made, they're it, it's in, incomparable. I've used other record makers that I won't name that are just, I mean, the, the the level of quality that Pirates Press puts out on a normal basis is far superior to just about anyone I've dealt with so far. Absolutely. I, I do have to ask you about something and kind of change subject. I was looking at your Facebook page. And there's a great black and white picture of you guys playing. Who's ripped as shit? Uh, oh, black that's, and white that, that's me. Holy <laughs> shit, man. We got to talk about what the fuck are you doing that I'm not? Holy cow. Uh, I, like, I, I get angry a lot, so I work out a whole bunch. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's the right way to do things, right? You get angry, and, and instead of being destructive, you're, you're creative, right? Yeah, I mean, I am now. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck, I, whatever you're taking, send some to me here in Salt Lake. Holy shit, man. You guys look uh, man, great on stage. I just diet hard, and I eat really well. <laughs> and, That's awesome. And, uh, I don't, I don't drink a ton anymore, so it just kind of... See, just not quitting like drinking isn't the key, Dustin. You still got to drink, just not as much. There you go. Yeah. I, I do about like, I do three months not drinking, three months drinking, three months not drinking. You know, I'm going to tell my wife, look, do you want me to look like this? I need to drink for the next three months. And then I'll, <laughs> I'll stop for three months and then I'll go. And then it. I'll stop for three months and you get that. Right. I, I, used, I used to compete, so I had a really good, you know, start. <laughs> Fair enough. I, I used to be in the army, but that shit all went away fast. <laughs> As soon as I turned 34, everything ended. Hey, tell us uh, something about Bricks and Mortar that you want people to know about the band or your sound. What's something that's unique to you that uh, that you want people to know about you guys? I'm biased, but uh, when so one of the one of the labels we've been talking to is Crowd Control, and uh, out of Los Angeles, they uh, when they were when they were reviewing the the rough record before, you know, I think, uh, I don't think the final mixes were done yet. And they were listening to it. Uh, Sheldon, one of the, the guys we were speaking with, he was just like, man, I'm so glad that you guys aren't like paint by the numbers. Oi. We, we have a lot of right. different influences. We don't stick to kind of like one template, mm. which m maybe I've done in the past. And uh, it's because it's, it's the three of us come from, I'm probably the least musical in the band. I mean, I'm, I, I play guitar since I was 13 and uh, 
this is the first time I'm playing bass live, and I'm usually just a singer. But uh, the other two guys are like unbelievable musicians. I mean, I don't know if you listen to some of the songs, but um, Devin, our drummer, he's the guy who played uh, piano on right. Suburban Murders and just wrote it from scratch. So they have a lot of really huge musical influence. And I'm like, I listen to Oi and hardcore, you know? Right. <laughs> and uh, and they also do, but they, they have they have a very wide musical spectrum. And um, when we all get together, like, say I bring, like, you know, here's a song, I'll bring it to the, the bat, and it'll just be kind of like a, a basic outline. Here's what the rhythm should sound like. Here's, you know, here's the chorus I'm thinking. And then like those guys come in and they're like, this is a bridge and we'll switch this for the, this is the chorus, not the rhythm. And like, by the time we're done, the, the song just has its own life to it. And it's one of the first times where I've written music with, with guys who kind of understand where I'm coming from. Mm-hmm. Eventually we speak the same language and it turns out to be this whole other entity not just I, i'm purposely not being like this is what the song is going to sound like this is the verse this is the chorus and these are the lyrics mm-hmm. i kind of hold everything back because it gets better when when you know we're all together and we're working on it so that that's a little bit new for me when you guys were recording do you do a, a lot of bands we talk to they, they they record the bass track and then they record the drums and then they record the vocals did you do it that way or was it uh was it all in one how how did uh this come about fresh cut come about so the studio that we recorded in is called galaxy park and uh that's a, a local alston studio who believe it or not moved to salem because all the bands <laughs> left and wow. <laughs> so like we can i can walk to the studio for my house and uh man i the owner richard marr um i've known that guy like since 97 and he's recorded like he's recorded probably five of my bands and every single person that I know. Uh, the, he did the first Razors of Night album, Carry On. He did all that stuff, and uh, we work extremely well together. But his thing and the producer of the Bricks and Mortar record, this guy, his name is Rice. Uh, he you probably know him. He he was in Dark Buster. If you guys were uh, familiar with that band, mm-hmm. yeah. And basically, they were like, this is what you guys are going to do. You're going to go in this room. And, you know, we have the instruments mic'd to different rooms all over the studio. But he wanted us, he has this one big room where the drums are. And he's like, you guys need to go in this room. You guys need to play these songs like you're playing them live. And I want the energy. And then they just went in and they just recorded certain takes. And eventually, they had all the tracks of wow. what we needed to do. He's, they're big into, like, you know, opening the door and be like, all right, guys, this time do it for real. <laughs> and we're like, what the fuck, dude? We just played this like five times, like our hardest. And and out of all those takes, they pick the one that like they think is the best, and then you know that's what they go with. And, and then, then we've got our secret weapon. Like even on the Razors records, we did the same thing. My uh, my wife uh, played in this band, The Giant. I don't know if you guys are ever into them, but they were on like Guitar Hero and Rock Band, and we actually did our oh, first really? tour with them. Wow! And they're. Uh, they're super awesome, and uh, if you listen to even even in Carry On and Never Give In, all the backing vocals are mostly girls, and it just kind of like gave us that extra superpower. So we did the same formula on the Bricks album. We had the girls from Petty Morals and the girls from Downhalls, which are all the same girls from The Giant, uh, plus Ty, who who does like the main lead vocals. Uh, with me and Joey for Suburban Murders sing with us on backups for everything and gang vocals. So the, the, the dudes on there, it is Chris Harrell. He's been in a, a bunch of different metal bands. 
his, like his famous band was Burning Silence. The guys from the Bon Traps are on there. And then the whole other half of all the backy vocals are all girls, every single one. <laughs> so that's a, that's an awesome little like secret tidbit, too. I mean, do you think that it gives you a different sound than maybe, well, like you were saying, you don't fit the cookie-cutter image of an oi band, or sound, I should say, of an oi band? I, mean, I can tell you what I've heard. Again, I'm super biased doing it, but uh, a lot of interviews we did with the Razors, people said that the, the way the music was positive and that it felt all inclusive which our shows also were there was always a ton of girls at our shows and mm-hmm. would come up and sing carry on with me so I, I think it added that like little aspect of a musically i mean i sing in like c which is super deep but you know when you add this whole other level of uh, female vocalization it kind of like and the, the whole feeling is what we wanted to do was bring everybody you know we're, we're not right. like an exclusive band like you have to you have to shave your head and wear Oxblood docks and a Fred Perry. You can't come see us. We were like totally not that kind of band. Yeah, Dustin, so, shave your head. Yeah. Terrible. <laughs> Step up. <laughs> Exercise some discipline on that shit. <laughs> <laughs> but like, you know, for us, it was like, you know, every, everyone can like, if, if you're going to our shows, then usually, you know, somebody or, you know, what our music and right. our scene is about. So you can relate to us and it doesn't really, you don't have to be a skinhead or a punk or anything. Like if you, if you work hard five days in a row and you want to spend your hard-earned money and time to come see us play then then we get it because we work the same five days in a row we just want to blow off steam and have have some fun with our friends you know right on and that's and that's and you know what and that's that's the great thing about uh this scene is how inclusive it is especially when it comes to those of the fairer sex uh you mentioned von tramps we absolutely love them matter of fact well they're awesome I, I, yeah and I, I mean there's so many great women in punk and oi right now that it's it's mind-blowing and we've had a great opportunity here in our show to to promote those bands as well right and and speak to them and go backstage with them at, at concerts where people are getting changed and undressed and it was awesome <laughs> yeah um, <laughs> Hell I'm back there just like, whoa, boobs. Hey, <laughs> I'm here to interview you. But uh, tell I, us- I've always kind of felt the scene is like that, though. Like uh, when when we've talked to kind of people who are like away from this whole thing, you know, like a dinner from with like work friends, you know, and like we're covered in <laughs> tattoos, but we still have professional jobs. And they're like, oh, like, how did you guys meet? And isn't it weird going to these crazy shows? And, and our experience, both of ours is, is our scene is, is pretty much even. I mean, the if you're going to be in, like, the hardcore and oi and, and punk rock scenes, especially, like, in Boston, you're going to be on the tougher side of the spectrum just inherently <laughs> to draw you to that kind of thing. Yeah. And uh, the scene, and my wife agrees, it's, it's kind of equal. We don't treat anyone differently regardless of what you are, you know? Right. Like, you're going to go through the same trials and tribulations as everybody else, and since everyone's done it, everyone can relate. Yeah. So, you know, I, I, I've never seen, like, any kind of weird sexism. I mean, in, in my scene specifically, I'm sure I've, I've heard stories for some, like, rock shows and people being like, oh, yeah. you know, you guys are good for a girl band, but I, I've never seen it. I've never heard it here. We've never experienced it ourselves right. here. Uh, we're, also, we're also not girls, so. It's true. <laughs> we also don't have, and that's exactly what I was going to say, it's, it's hard Different for us to see that point of view that we may not even notice, but it's there. Right. Right, and and so it's our job and uh, to to make sure that we're constantly working to promote bands that are uh you know female led and or, or just that are female bands right very cool tell us uh just kind of wrap it up here tell us about 
your musical roots. What are your maybe your guilty pleasures? What did you grow up listening to that inspire you to still today? Uh, I mean, like probably my favorite band from when I was a little kid to now is just the original Misfits. They, they kind of always did it for me. Blitz, another one, always just fell in love with that band from the get-go. Newer, newer-ish bands, but not that new. Um, American Nightmare, huge influence. Kind of rebirthed my love for hardcore. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think they're stupendous. I love terror. I like a lot of uh, guilty pleasure. I kind of started to get, I, I love horror movies. And uh, I don't know if you know that band, The Goblin. I don't. They're like, uh, there's, that's super nerd shit, but uh, there's just horror movies by a director named Dario Argento. And he would score the movie by with this band called Goblin. And all of his movies had this same band. And that was in like the 70s. And now, fast forward to 2019, there's all these bands that have been influenced by Goblin. So there's this whole new breed of weird, creepy music. I, I don't know how else to really call it, but it's super dark and it sounds like being in a horror movie. Um, <laughs> a lot of, there's a band called Carpenter Brute and Perturbator is another one. And they're just super creepy. I don't know. They're like bands that you would listen to for like a sci-fi flick or a horror movie. I don't know how else to say it, but it's awesome. I, that's kind of like what I play around the house when I'm doing stuff. And I also, I, I still listen to super old skinhead reggae, like Desmond Decker and Laura Atkin. If right I'm on. If on Sundays, when I clean the house, that shit is blasting. <laughs> there's, there's nothing like it. Like something gets me in that happy Absolutely. mood, you know, just that old school reggae. It's just chill. And o- overcome, the, overcome the drudgery of having to, fucking clean the house right well and and you know monday's looming right around the corner so exactly. i just want to suck that little bit of the weekend last up you know <laughs> well troy thank you so much for joining us tell us where we can find bricks and mortar on social media we're just launched a website it's bricks and mortar dot band and yeah. uh, i think that's up today <laughs> oh nice we're, we're we got asked to play this uh really cool show it's uh it's called rock and roll rumble it's uh been a boston tradition for 40 years wow and uh, in the past they haven't really had many heavy bands on there so we were uh, really honored to be asked a couple of our friends are playing uh, it's a it's more of a mainstream thing so i was i was quite surprised we're playing uh anybody on here from boston who's listening uh there's a venue called Once in Somerville, Massachusetts on April 5th, and we're playing the, that show. It's pretty cool. They do a lot of publicity, so for a newish band like us, it's, re- it's really good to get the word out. Then after that, we got a new, new uh, Northeast Oi Fest right in on. Connecticut, and we're super psyched about that. So that's where you can see us in the next couple months. Very cool. Troy, thank you again so much for joining us. Dustin, play some bricks and mortar.
Hey, all right, Dustin. Whoa, shit, yeah. Bricks and mortar with a interesting sounding song. It's got a little piano in it, right? It's uh, got a, a almost an alternative radio music rock song sound to it. I I, I think it's interesting that they did that. I like it. Uh, I think that piano adds a different element, just like on a lot of those bands that include that saxophone. It just adds right. to something that I already enjoy, but a different element. Very cool song. Um, yeah, I know I like the song. I was teasing you earlier. I was like, you're like, <laughs> what do you think? I was like, meh, just being a dick. Um, but no, no, I thought it was a cool song. I, I really do. Uh, appreciate Bricks and Mortar for joining us. Troy's great. Yes. We want to thank Troy. You can find Bricks and Mortar on Facebook, Instagram, everywhere, at Bricks and Mortar. Oi. Dustin, these are my boys. Good old JJ. Love the guys. Bare Knuckle Hooligans. This is Bricks and Mortar. We're doing more Bricks and Mortar. Yeah, pangs of spite. Why not? Oh, because you're not on the fucking thing. Chris, another great track from Bricks and Mortar. I like this band. Uh, I really appreciate Troy taking the time to talk with us about his band. 
It was awesome. Uh, I really like Bricks and Mortar. Looking forward to this whole festival, including this band, band from Boston. <laughs> this was off the Smash Your Head on the Punk Rock Volume 3, the compilation that Smash the Discos put out in December. So they've got the single. These are the couple tracks. I'm sure the, the other two tracks we'll for sure see on their LP when it comes out, just like Troy was talking about. That's it. Pangs of spite. Pangs? Pangs. P-A-N-G. Pangs of spite. Like stomach. No, no, no. No, it's not. I know. All right, Chris. Back to what you were saying about JJ. No, it's cool, man. Just whatever. All right, I'll say it. I like JJ. I like the Bare Knuckle Hooligans. Really looking forward to seeing these guys. Had JJ on the show. Talk about the band. This track's called Sound the Alarm, and it's off of the Never Walk Alone LP. Never Walk Alone. We have that. We both do. We both do. Yeah. It's yellow. It is yellow. We each have our own copy. So I don't even share with Chris. Fuck your, fuck your copy. My copy's better. You can find them on Facebook at Bare Knuckle Hooligans. Johan Fyro. Jeff Pissed. Jeff the Chef. They're from South Bend, Indiana. You know what else is in South Bend, Indiana? Tell me. University of Notre Dame. Do you think these guys are University of Notre Dame fans? I don't know. I assume so. Chris, I just bought this 12-inch from Crowd Control. Uh, great label. I like this album. That's where I got mine from. The one drawback is, you know, I like getting the albums, like buying them at the shows, right? But you can't always wait for the show. But I like getting them there because a lot of times the band's super cool and they'll sign it. It means a little more to right, me right. with the band having signed the album. You know, Are the you cool going to take artwork. a bunch of shit with you to fucking... No, so that's what I was getting at is... I bought. I have a lot of these bands that I'm going to go see. I already have their album, so I'm not going to buy it there. I already have it. I'm going to buy other things from them. But I thought, I don't want to be that nerd that's got like the suitcase that I show up to the show and I'm watching it at the fucking show so I can bust it out like, hey, I already bought this. Will you guys sign it? So no, I'm going to have I'm to find something you're else. you're not willing to do that. Uh, I, I'll find something else, Chris. Uh, Chris, we're going to do one more uh, out of order. Good. We're going to do Two Minute Minor. This is Unite the Crew off of Blood on Our Front Stoop. These guys are from Chicago. We love Two Minute Minor. Bye. 
is that? I do not know. Fair if enough. I get to talk to him, I'll ask him. But I, I do not know who's doing the guest vocals. Dustin, two minute minor. We've gone over him a few times. Our two. When we wear our two minute minor shirts around here, we're the two most popular people around. Right? Because people are like, oh my god, that band's so great. They are. They're from Chicago. They do a lot of uh, great charity work there for uh, uh, the, the pit bulls, the um, yep, bought a bunch shelter, of my shelter up the pit bulls, uh, the pups. Uh, they're good guys. Uh, really like them. At Two Minute Minor Hardcore. Go find them on Facebook. And they'll have an album coming out this year called Snake That Ate Its Own Tail. Yeah, I was just looking at it. Uh, interesting look. Yeah. Looking the, forward to that. More hockey hooligan than soccer hooligan. Chris, now we're going to play the take. Take. This track's called Elitist. They're going to be there. Looks like they'll probably be playing before Two Minute Minor. I, I did that a little out of order. I did a couple little out of order on this episode. But uh, a cool track. This has a cool video. That goes yeah, they're, they're out of New York City, Dustin. Did you see where the guys in the bands are from? There's three of them. Drummer uh, was formerly uh, in Agnostic Front and Madball. Started by the Sick of It All bassist with him. Oh, yeah. Okay. The Sick of It All bassist, busy with Sick of It All. So, Carlos Congo, who's been in uh, 45 Adapters, Los Perros, Royal Hounds. He's played in numerous other uh, New York bands. He's the bassist. Scott Roberts. Yes. Biohazard. Yes, is doing the vocals. And Cro-Max. Yeah. But Biohazard. This This is what you call a super group right here, Chris. This is a super group. Uh, it's it's pretty impressive, and uh, they got a great sound. Um, yeah, man, I, I'm I'm looking forward to to hearing more from these guys for sure. I, I bet that it's gonna be a great show. Demons run them up. They have a lot of cool stuff. A lot of great bands. Uh, this means War is also on there. Label along with Pirates Press. So you'll get, you know, the, they're a, a label in Europe. So you get a lot of European labels and then U.S. labels that work together for right. distribution. Cool, man. Did you like it? Yeah, no, I like the take. I think that's a, uh, you know, you take take a bunch of talented people and put them together in a room together, you're going to get some good stuff. You know, right? you can't fucking get it wrong for how long they've been doing hardcore. Um, but yeah, man, it's cool to have them doing always stuff. They got that great guitar sound for sure. Uh, from Borrowed that from hardcore and fucking let's go, right? Right. Uh, Stars and Stripes. Yeah, man. 
Stars and Stripes. So they did a split with Lion's Law. Yes. I have it. The split's called Heritage. Yes. They each did a cover of each other and then another track. Well, they did a track called Lion's Law, and I wanted to play it because I like Lion's Law, and I like this uh, the way Stars and Stripes, well, they created this song, right? So check this out. This is Stars and Stripes doing a song called Lion's Law. Party, not the pirate. Sorry, I just was thinking of pirates press for some reason. Think of that. A little, little heavy metal action right here. Huh? A self-serving. I think uh, I think they're like a hardcore band that that does oi. Just kind of like what you're just talking about with the take. Right. Kind of have that hardcore sound, which is cool. This band's out of Boston. All right, Chris, we're wrapping this up. This is going to wrap up the Northeast Oi Fest. Are we done with it completely then? Yeah, we've done all three days, previewed all the bands. Uh, I'm looking forward to it. I wish you could join me. Yeah, I know. <laughs> It'll be cool. Could, I'm, hey, I'm hoping to get this. to see everything, talk to some of these bands. Maybe we'll, we'll get some interviews and post them out there for everybody. Chris, that's it. Play the fucking outro.